What is up, everybody? I'm Brian Woods. Welcome to episode three of Stunlocked. Uh, what's your name? Is it, uh, oh, okay, fine. My name's Bailey, for sure. <laughs> listen, listen. They got to ingrain this in their heads, dude. Gotta, they they got to know. They they got they got to know what they got to know what our names are. We'll drill it into them. They got to be able to quote uh, the ep- intro every time. Easy. Yeah. No, they they should be able to hum along to the in, to the uh, intro song. That's true. Uh, what is up? Uh, this episode we'll be reviewing uh, the manga Tokopi's Original Sin. Uh, you can read it on Manga Plus. I believe officially still for free. I don't I don't know mm-hmm. if they'll ever oh, shit. charge for that. Uh, that's where I read it. It was uh, free on Manga Plus. Um, what is it like? There's a manga. Chapters? What? Yeah, only 16, 16 chapters. chapters. It's a Not it's a bad. quick read. Um, let me find the author real quick. Forgot. Somebody wrote it for sure. I believe, I believe it's like uh, Tizon Five. That is the author. I don't, I don't know if that's a group five. or an alias, an entity uh, of some sort. Yeah. Oh, they, they're good. Is is what I do know. <laughs> they're they're good at it. Yeah, we didn't really know what we were gonna do for this episode. We were kind of just like putting off, like thinking about it. And then at like uh, two a.m. Uh, last night, I'm like, "Yo, the, this manga is ending in like eight hours. Final chapter's coming out." Uh, read it. I started reading this like three, four weeks ago because uh, I saw it on like Twitter, and someone just said it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ba- and uh, we'll be getting into it. Basically, I'll just do a quick, you know, setup. It is a uh, I'd call it like a tragedy, like almost. I, I don't know if it's a dark comedy. I don't know if it's a black comedy, but like there are, it kind of is, especially about like a little alien happy guy who's like, oh, I'm from Happy Planet, and he meets a very. Uh, a, tr- a group of troubled youths and uh that's about it, it deals with some pretty dark subject matter um it can be pretty grim at uh most times uh so just take that as a heads up if you're not in the mood uh but we'll probably be getting into well what, what i think it's great I, I think it's like a a nine out of ten four out of five uh, i think it's up there for sure yeah yeah like what, what is your like spoiler free take Bailey? spoiler free take um yeah. i think I think it's introduction to what's going to happen is like super fucking good. I think the first one or two chapters, the moment you read them, I just kind of got grabbed by the whole thing and was like, I got to know what's going on next. I think it's great. Um, I think chapter four is definitely where it fucking goes though. It holds, it held me through the whole thing. It's short, yeah. but even something that long, sometimes you get a couple chapters in, you feel like it's dawdling a little bit. It wasn't really, it wasn't really a problem here. Yeah, I, I, I agree as well. It's definitely up there. Uh, we'll probably get into spoilers now. Um, We're going to spoil the whole thing. Yeah, we're probably just going to run through the plot synopsis. Uh, so basically it starts off a uh, little octopus man from Planet Happy. And something I, you know, I was rereading the first chapter, uh, just going through it. Mm. And I, I didn't know they showed Happy Mama that early. I love Happy Mama's design. <laughs> just like the realistic squid tentacle with the bow. It's like Lovecraftian yeah. almost. Uh, and it's just like a little happy guy and he meets, what's her name? Oh God. I don't I, I, know. I don't know. I'll call her girl one girl. Oh, uh, I think it's not, like I'm Shizuka. Not. Yeah. Shizuka is like the girl and basically she's getting bullied pretty bad, uh, by another girl and, uh, Octopi, you know, he's, yeah, I, I, he's kind of like a Dorymon figure, right? Like that's what he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be like Dorymon. Like, what is that? He's like a happy, he's like a creature that only knows happiness and is like there yeah. to like teach kids lessons basically true and you know ultimately she gets bullied and at the end is he at the end of or like yeah it, i don't know if this chapter you know it is the at the end of chapter one he's like she's basically being bullied by this other girl um and at the end he's like yo here's this rope we use uh you tie it to to your friend and you'll make up with them at the end of the fight and it also it doesn't break <laughs> uh and then um and, and then he goes to check on her after a while and he breaks the law. The law on Happy Planet is you can't let a you can't let a native use your happy tool, a happy tool without your supervision. You can't let him take it too goes, far away. Yeah, he gives it to her, and uh, she hangs herself and is dead. And that that is the end of chapter one. He also has like a thing that lets him go back in time. That he basically can go back in time like two weeks or something. Some it's some uh, doki from, doki literature club shit. When she yeah, like he goes back in time like two weeks, uh, and he basically just goes back and says, "I'm gonna help her." Um, so yeah, I mean, when I read chapter one, I'm like, this is a banger. And now, cause people were saying, yo, chapter four goes crazy. And after I read this, I've said, well, chapter four, isn't going to be her killing herself. Uh, cause I, I figured that would be the, the big moment. Mm-hmm. 
um, that kind of cycle. Yeah. And uh, chapter two, uh, it's chapter two when basically she has this dog named Chappie. This girl is like torturing her basically because Shizuku's mom is like uh, an escort. Is she? A yeah, prostitute? she's an escort. That... She's a prostitute. She's an yeah. escort, and her and the girl who's bullying her is um her dad is yeah. like seeing his mom. The girl who's bullying her, her dad sees the main girl's mom as as a prostitute, and then it like ruins her home life because of it on both sides, both girls. Yeah. Yeah, it's Marina. That is her name. Marina's Marina. bullying her. Uh, Marina basically conspires to get Shizuka's dog killed, uh, <laughs> which is, which oh is brutal. Oh my fucking god! She basically like baits the dog into biting her, um, and the dog gets taken away and that is what makes she's like a kill herself every time. Cause the dog's all she really has in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he just, he, I think he does it like 170 times, right? He just goes back in time over and over again to try to get the dog to not get killed. But Marina keeps hunting them down on their night walk. Yeah. And just getting the dog to bite her. And, and that shit is so psychotic. Cause I think his little is like the, the happy camera where he takes a picture and then as long as he has the camera, he can go back in time to when the picture was taken. Yeah. And they took and it keeps on like running it back. He keeps running it back for like 170 times. Like he does this shit for like four years. This is kind of like a running theme is that he just like experiences time differently. I remember at one point near the end, he just like sits on a log for like a year. Like you see him go yeah. through like every season. Um, but yeah, basically just keeps going over and over again. I don't remember what the reason is why he doesn't run it back that last time. Like after the dog gets killed for like the 170th time. He, I guess, I think he just figures that there's no way around the dog getting killed, I think. And yeah. he's just like, well, we've got to try something else. Got to do something And else. also like everyone is telling her that like the dog just got sent away to live with her dad, who also yeah. is not present. Um, when obviously th- this dog, <laughs> yeah, he's living on fucking... a farm upstate. He's yeah, this dog dog's got fine. dusted for sure. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Yeah. And then basically it, that kind of leads into Marina, like dragging Shizuka into a forest, beating her senselessly saying dog is dead. You fucking idiot. Uh, and the, the, I mean, Octopi, he's like, yo, I gotta be brave and protect Shizuka. She's a key, and he he jumps out of the bush and just domes Marina with the camera. Yeah, with the yeah, and, and just kills her on accident because he's too strong. This part is really something, huh? <laughs> Dude, it's he domes her in the head with the camera and is like, "Oh, uh, yo, is she not? She's not moving anymore." I think. Did it hurt too bad? He says. <laughs> Did it hurt too bad? Uh, yeah, this part is crazy, and I, I just love this part so much because she's good. It's like the first time she smiles. She's like, "You're so awesome for doing that." And, and it's, <laughs> so it's I like didn't know. Sad. She's yeah. like, "I didn't know magic was real, but now I believe it." She's finally yeah. fucking gone. Yeah, I, I thought it was so sad. She's like, you know, honestly, I just thought I, all my problems would be better if Marina was gone. And it's just like it's rough, man. Like you I mean, re- she was, like it's she's like a it really desperate. You know what I you mean? You know what? She was kind of right. She was kind of right. Well, actually, I don't right. know. I don't. I mean, Marina is the sole kind of. I don't know. There's so much other shit terrible with her life at that point. I mean, all I'm saying is, if you have problems with other people, you just you you kill them. Yeah, easy solution. Uh, then, like, I think it's like the class president. Like, a boy comes in to the forest because he's yeah. like worried. Uh, sees the body. Everyone's hyped out of their minds that this that she's dead except him. He's like, you know, it's crazy. That you, you killed her. Uh, Octopi pulls out a happiness tool that's made to preserve flowers of any size. Yeah, it can just perfectly they, change shape. Yeah, it changes sizes and keeps something like in its cryostasis forever. They put Marina's body in there and bury her. They Walt Disney uh, put her in, in the, the woods. And then Octopi can turn into Marina through another happy tool. Which, yeah, I believe that was kind of the central focus of Chapter 3. Um yeah, he was, was Octopi trying to pl- like be Shizuka and like try to figure out what was happening. Yeah, replace her in her life and figure everything out and get it all fixed up. Yeah, uh, they basically convince the guy, the kid, uh, to like help them, like conspire to help them hide the body because this dude, his home life is that he's completely like uh, he's overshadowed to his by his brother. brother. Yep. Yeah, and he, he's just never been told that he's needed before. He's been needed. 
And she just goes like, I need you to do this for me. So he folds uh, immediately. Dude, I'm going to be honest. When I read that the first time and he's just like, he folds. He's like, yeah, uh, I'll help you. I'll help you conspire in hiding the murder of this child. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. if I don't know if we go from here. But they, uh, yeah. I think they brought it around and they made it. They, yeah, they do. They, I think they do a good job of justifying that, which is like how fucking tragic his life is. Uh, after this, you know, it's just kind of, oh, Octopi in Marina's like body, uh, her like fake Yeah, they form. replaced her. Yep. Yeah, goes back home after like school or something. And uh, no, he just immediately goes back home. And you see Marina's family life where her dad is just like freaking out on his mom and his mom's like, developed like some kind of psychosis and uh i believe after a while of that like several days of that um i thought this scene was like pretty sad where marina's mom is like you're not my daughter like you're, oh that was you're crazy not my daughter like the the mom I want despite, my daughter back despite yeah. the mom being a f- like an absolute fucking insane person to her she still knows her daughter and still loves her on some kind of yeah. you know psychotic level and even like the basis of that is like you're taking your father's side like you're not my daughter like you're, you're why are you taking dad why are you taking your dad's side but also like at the core of it she's like you're not my you're not my marina like i want my daughter back that was and it is like good. dark because like she's not entirely like she's not wrong at all but like even her motivation for it is still like you're not taking my side which mm-hmm. is like still like it's like depressing. Uh, body gets found. Uh, Octopede. Ba- basically, like they they pull a quick switch. Like the dudes, like you know, the body's found. Uh, don't turn into Marina anymore. We have to pretend like she just died. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go through this for a while. Um, I don't. I, I guess they kind of just like play it cool for a bit, and then this eventually. Is, I think that's when they start running the backstory of the the kid. The yeah. the like council or the class president that was helping yeah. hide the whole thing. They run his backstory his backst- of of yeah. being like uh the the younger brother to a very uh like school wise successful brother who's really really charismatic. Everybody likes him. He aces every fucking test he has. And like without studying. Yeah, just plays games all day. And he um the younger brother is trying to do the same because his mom wants him to. And he just can't, no matter how hard he tries. He does well, but he doesn't do as well as his brother. Yeah. And their I mom the being a doctor. Was, I thought the pancakes bit was, like, really good. That was really good. Like, where, where he, she, like, keeps making him pancakes if he aces the test that he never does. She keeps throwing him out. And he never gets to taste the pancakes. And then it, it they bring it around really well at the yeah. end, too. Yeah, at the end, she just, like, gives up on him. Like, when he gets, like, a 70 or something because he's been hiding a body. And then he talks to his brother. I thought the conversation... Well, I believe before this, Shizuka is like, I need you to turn yourself in as the murderer for me. Yeah. Because Shizuka has gone like pretty evil at this point. She's fucking insane. Um, yeah. Uh, and he's basically like thinking, like, do I turn myself in? And then he has that really good conversation with his brother where he's talking to his brother and he's like, listen, dude, like, you know, I'm not good at everything. I'm bad at Monster Hunter or something. And then I really... Yo, he's me for real. Like, yeah, he's like, you know, those pancakes aren't very good. Like, mom's not good at making pancakes for something. We're not all good at everything. And then uh, he does come clean and say, yeah, I helped hide the body of a girl. And something I really like is that you never see their reaction to it. And you never see him say it. Mm -hmm. But you know, like, pretty well, like, how his brother's going to react, right? Yeah. Like, like, you know, he turns himself in, basically. Um, And then I believe... We cut to like she's like going to Tokyo to like find her father and also her yeah dog. they take a trip to Tokyo to find her yeah know, they go on like a ferry alive for real dog yeah definitely real uh, she finds her dad and this part is so fucking brutal <laughs> where, where the dad like has like two other kids now has like another dog and like he's like Shizuka what are you doing here. And the kids are like, "Why? Are you, who is this girl?" And he's like, "I have no idea." Yeah, they're literally <laughs> like, "Yeah, Dad, why? Why is this random girl calling you Dad?" And he's like, "I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't know, man." And one of the other really thirteen the, families uh, I raised. Yeah, I really love how like she's just like drawn like normally, basically like through her trip to Tokyo to see her dad, and then after he's like, "I don't know." You see it through his eyes, and like she's just like covered in blood and dirt because yeah, she's, she's just been like on the streets gross. for like four days. Yeah, uh, that part's great. Um, and then uh, she, I, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. At some point we do well, see, well, it's, well, after, after this part, like she, she tries to like kill Octopi. 
Yeah, also, so like she... Octopede talks to the kid. Well, because Oct- so Octopede is well the the girls like they they had to have eaten my dog. She she comes to the conclusion that her dad oh, yeah. and her and his new kids ate her dog Chappie, yeah. and she's like she goes to the Octopede and is like you have a happy tool that can check their stomach contents and he's like i i know i don't have that i, I don't have anything like that and <laughs> i don't she's think getting angrier and this. angrier and i, I think and it's kind he... of presumed that she like fucking like mercs them too or at least does something i don't think to them. so because i i think the i don't think she kills them but she does like kidnap them or something they're like a mace like you read like a newspaper article or something yeah where it's just like those kids go missing and then they find them again and they're like emaciated or something yeah something like that but she does like she... kidnap the kids or something and I think this is when Octopi yeah. kind of goes into his like his mental fucking fortress for a year. Oh right, yeah, he has the flashback, and I thought this flashback was pretty clever because when he domes Marina, that's called like it says like Octopi's original sin, mm-hmm. like his original sin was Marina, like killing her, and then yeah. it's a flashback to in reality Octopi first appeared on Earth in like 2021 when Marina was in high school. Marina found him, and Marina's life sucks obviously mm-hmm. it, well yeah. it's been it, it's it like they're fourth graders and then but marina's a high schooler when she finds octopi uh and yeah. this is like i guess in a sense chronologically before the series because octopi goes back in time to when they're in fourth grade but forgets that for reasons um and he meets her and i really like this view in marina's life where it is like i guess like five years after um the fourth grade yeah yeah and uh, she has like a scar. Like her mom glasses her at one point. Um, yeah, it's you see her home bottle. life. Her dad is just gone at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mom like uh, holds a broken bottle to her, and she freaks out. And uh, basically, like she's just hanging out with Octopi at this point. Um, she gets into a relationship with the class president at this point. Yeah. And uh, I thought this this hurt me. <laughs> Like, this stone, like, they're getting along, and, like, she tells her mom, like, I have a boyfriend, like, he's gonna meet us, he's gonna meet you, it's gonna be great. Oh, she's and so then, excited. Um, yeah, like, and then you learn that, like, Shizuku tried to kill herself in fourth grade after Marina conspired, got her dog killed, uh, but the rope broke, because it was not yeah. the unbreakable happiness tool, and she moved away to somewhere, mm-hmm. and then uh, the class president, like, he basically, like, leaves Marina, because he's like, I feel like a strong connection to Shizuku, um, I, I should I've, be I've always her. loved her. Yeah. Yeah. And then she goes home and she's like, yeah, she's mom's like, Oh, when am I meeting them? And she's like, I just got a perm for the first time in seven years. Uh, and she, they both have a fucking breakdown and she has to like kill her mom. Cause her mom tries to like choke her or something. Yeah. She, she like, yeah. Yeah. Kills her mom and, in the kitchen. Yeah. And then, you know, and at this point she's like, I should have killed Chizuka in the fourth grade. <laughs> Which, which is you know like, I should have shot grade. this fourth grader fucking dead. Yeah, I should have killed. Her. I I wish the rope didn't break. And then Octopi is like, oh, all I gotta do is make sure she dies in the fourth grade. I'm on it. And this is probably my favorite page. <laughs> this is probably like one of my favorite pages in the series, mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, all I gotta do is that easy. And he turns into a rocket ship and he like fills the room with like stars and like cartoonish smoke. But Marina is like over her mother's body. And, like, covered in blood. I think that is a great page. <laughs> it is, like, a crazy visual. And he just takes and he off flies, and goes back yeah. in time. Yeah, and he flies. No, he flies to oh, Happiness flies, Planet. That's right, he flies to Happiness And he's like, Happy planet. Mama, I need a gun to kill this child. <laughs> I need a happy gun and a happy yeah. time machine so that I can, yeah. put the, I can dust this sad kid in the fourth yeah. grade. And I really, I think Happy Mama is such a go-to design, dude. I just, it's a giant tentacle descending from the sky on Happy Planet. Happy Planet is just like a small circle with like these old dumbass octopuses. They're just like stained out on each other's heads. There's like Hanging a single out. preschool there. I thought it was playing sick. playing with happy tools. Yeah. 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 She tries to um erase his memory so he becomes sinless again because he is he is planning to murder a child, <laughs> which is unacceptable. It's uh, awesome. He stops her from doing so and he goes back in time, which is when the series starts and he forgets what he's doing there and he meets Shizuka. Uh, and then he, he remembers and basically he, he goes back to like where the president is. Like he escapes Shizuka somehow when like he gets domed. Yeah. But basically he's back in like the hometown. I don't remember. He's just, he's really, he's very hard to kill. Yeah. I mean, he, he seems to be like invincible and like incredibly strong. Cause like he, he tries to like, 
he tries to like love tap Marina. He just like cracks her skull. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, and he talks to the president and the president's like, yeah, um, my bro, my brother got fired. My mom's in like a coma <laughs> from the shock. Uh, my brother's probably not gonna be able to go to university. And, uh, also there's a bit where, uh, or like, the class president, like, his prescription was wrong on the glasses or something. Yeah, and or, like, when he they goes didn't back. Fit his face. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, like, the brother got him new ones. And, like, he was always just, like, too nervous to ever talk about it. But the brother got him new ones with, like, with his last paycheck as a gift. Yeah. You know, I really like that you never see the brother, you never see the mom again. I, I think it's good because, like, you're just, like, hearing about it through him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's great. And Octopi basically says, I'm going to go back in time again and fix this. Or, wait. No, he doesn't. He doesn't do that at that point. Um, he basically he, just like tells Octopi, like, if you meet me, if you meet me in the past, tell me to like fight with my brother more. Yeah. To, like, build like some kind of relationship with my brother that isn't like, like there's a great divide between us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he sits on a log for like a year. Like you see, you go through all the seasons. Uh, mm-hmm. You read like a newspaper clipping about like these kids being abducted and the dad saying like, I'm not a deadbeat father. I didn't, I didn't abandon my child. Yeah. Um, and then she's comes back to town. Um, she talks to Octopi, and she's basically like, "I'm going, I'm gonna go check more stomachs." Yeah, she's <laughs> and, fucking uh, as much as unhinged as possible. Yeah, like she's. Well, I mean, basically, I it seems like she was too far gone the second Marina dies. Yeah, I, it really. This kid was always on the brink forever mm-hmm. since Marina was like ruining her life, and then. Once Marina dies, like she completely, like it's not like she's more progressively insane. At this point, like the second Marina dies, like she goes like full evil basically, just because like she's so tortured at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe that's chapter fifteen where he talks to her one last time, and then he's like, "I'm gonna go back in time by sacrificing yeah, my life force." And I really love that last chapter. Uh, he basically like sacrifices himself, to, like go back in time, and. Uh, it's not really fully explained how, but basically, like, the three main characters have, like, remembered, like, his essence, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, like, you know, the class president's talking about how his brother sucks at Monster Hunter, and they're like, oh, you have a PS4? Like, let's hang out. So the president gets, like, a social life and some kind of relationship with his his uh, brother, and Octopi's narrating this, and, like, he, like, walks past Shizuka. Like, they don't, they don't ever hang out. Like, yeah. And Octopi's like, yeah, you'll be alone. Like, you'll... But then he's like, you're alone, like, when Marina, like, tracks you down at night, too. Like, the, she doesn't bring the dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and basically, they're, they're fighting, and uh, Marina sees that Shizuka has, like, drawn, like, a sketch of Octopi. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, like, what is that? And they start talking about him and just start crying. Because, like, subconsciously, like, they, they, like, felt him, like, through the timelines or whatever. And they tie it back into, because the little octopus guy said a couple times that, like, talking is the the best way to like mend friendships yeah. and stuff and he says that multiple yeah. times for the whole thing and then i think the main girl says that to her bully is like the talking is the best way to fix these things and they both kind of cry and they don't know why yeah and they both cry and then i i love that flash forward where you see it's uh it's marina and she's go like walking together like in high school yeah, just, just booling downtown yeah. yeah and they're both like delinquent girls but they're just like chilling like they both seem to be like they're both, like, kind of framed as, like, delinquents in a way. Kind yeah. Because Marina is still glassed, and I like that. Like, yeah. I don't know if you know, like, she still has the scar. And it's just them hanging out, and, like, they're friends now. Chappie's old. And, like, they formed, like, a bond there. And, like, they reconciled and became friends. And, you know. I, I love that ending. You know, I, I think, like, what did you think of it? Uh, I think they pulled it together really well. It was. Yeah. I, I yeah. It always feels a little bit like a cop-out, I think. But I think it still worked really well. And it, it makes sense I mean, all, narratively. Yeah, like ultimately, like it is like at its core, like a whimsical kind of story, I guess. Yeah. And like it's not really, I mean, I don't need like an explanation for like why Octopi can go back in time by killing himself. <laughs> I don't like care. <laughs> yeah. I, I think like as you're reading this or and like or as you're writing it, there's like a temptation to want it to just be like a devastating ending. Mm-hmm. But like ultimately, like I think it's really smart of him to ba- it's basically optimistic. Like, Octopi is, I, this is important, like, Octopi is basically talking, it's like, I cannot, like, I couldn't fix your lives. Like, I couldn't make it so, like, your dads came back. Like, your mothers won't fucking look at you. 
but like you have each other now and i you'll probably grow up fine and that's I really the best, like that that's the best like, we can do here yeah yeah like their conversation is like yo my mom my mom crazy for real <laughs> it's like yo mine too <laughs> like, it's like yeah my mom's really tilted today so i'm buying her a cake i saw and, that yeah they said yeah. they said that i was like oh shit yeah she lost at league one too many times yeah, so true. <laughs> she got she 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 went down. She got demoted in Strive. She went down to she got put down in uh, floor nine. <laughs> unacceptable. Uh, unacceptable. But uh, yeah, they're both like they're both, they they bond over like that trauma of like having terrible family lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think that's I don't know. I I think it's a great ending. I think they really wrap it up really well. Um, there was I don't know. One there's scene near the end that threw me for a little bit of a loop. Didn't they have like. There were a bunch of different people that had like the octopies on their shoulder, or am I crazy? I, I don't know what you're talking about. There was it might have been some extras that I'm just stupid and I read. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there were some extra chapters that had that. Never mind. For some reason, what my head mean? was saying it was at the end. There's like a couple little like extra panels where oh, just people like had a bunch of extras. Yeah, where people had a bunch of uh, happy aliens that they were hanging out with, and everybody had a different one. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I there's something about it that kind of like keeps me from like giving it like giving it like a five out of five. I'm not sure what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I can't really find a fault with it. Uh, I, I guess at some point, like the time, like it kind of just like time travels, like maybe one too many times. But I don't I don't think it's wasted. I don't think it's like I don't know. I think it's a really strong four out of five. Yeah, it uh, does like it really, really well. close to a five out of five. If I if I did half stars like a coward, I'd give it one. I'd give it four out of four point five out of five. Why is that cowardice? Um, you were saying the same thing. You hate the ten out of ten. I, I hate... don't know. I, oh, I, I just think five point scale because like at ten out of ten, it's so easy to just give something a seven. You know what I mean? And then anything below a seven seems like dog shit. Like it seems like you're saying it's bad. But like on a five out of five scale, like a three is good. Like it's not quite an eight. It's not quite a four out of five. But it's it's. I think a three out of five is good. Yeah. Like. You know, like uh, I, I guess saw, that's fair. Are we? Are, yeah. Like uh, and people, I people start the, getting less mad. Where you're like that, you gave that an eight. I think that should be a seven. Or like that should have been. I think people bicker a little less about yeah. that. Like I personally think that the ten point scale, like in video games, movies, like anything, like uh, you kind of hang around seventy a lot. You you hang around the seven a little too easily. I think. Let's do hundred. And I think scale. that's kind of just. It's easy to put it at seven and just like walk away and be like, at least it's not a six. And everyone's like, yeah, you're right. It's not a six. You gotta and be pitchfork. Gotta be pitchfork and be like, "This is like a seven point eight out of ten right here. This is an eight point four. A hundred point scale is, is like so insane to me. I I feel like you can't. You could never make an argument. Like every single day you wake up and you go, "Ah, oh, today's it's an eighty. Ah, oh, tomorrow it's an eighty nine. Ah, the next day it's like a seventy eight. It's. Yeah, I, I mean, it's. Nothing. I think the one hundred point scale. I could only really see the use for if you're like a singular reviewer. I guess, like. Because then you're like getting minuscule. You're like, as a single reviewer, you were saying this is slightly better than this. Like a website like Pitchfork or IGN, I don't, I don't see the use of it because it's just. It's, it's a different reviewer for every single fucking review. Like, I mean, it, it it made like some amount of sense like in the old school GameSpot days. It, like this is a terrible way to review video games. But mm-hmm. The way they used to do it was that they 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 had like sound like out of 10 like graphics out of 10 like they still do that for like appliances or appliances like electronics that I'm, electronics makes sense but like you're reviewing like a, a video game or something that's mm. it's a little crazy and basically the math would always work out to like i think jeff gersman said it always worked out to like an 8.5 like no matter what like a triple a because a triple a release the graphics are always going to be of a certain quality right they're always so going to be at least good and like at least like you make like a mathematical argument for that like three uh, like a hundred point scale because like you're doing math and averaging it. But like if you're just looking at a game and giving it a score, I don't know why you need the decimal at all. I I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with the ten point scale. I I, I think it's respectable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just don't prefer it when I'm reviewing stuff. But the hundred point scale I cannot get behind for like websites. Three point scale. The, I, I think I think there's something to be said for the three point scale. It's either bad, bad fine, all right, good. or it's great. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's totally fine. Why do we even review things? Why do things get reviewed, Brian? Just consume, just consume media. I, I guess. I, I guess. I mean, the reason we review things is just to give our take, right? And you know, I I think 
I think we're kind of long past the age of like in video games at least mm-hmm. because accessibly I, movies I get like consumer reviews like you should see this because you're not going to be able to like see or like have a good impression of what it is without hearing about it. But I mean, with like the age of like video game gameplay and just like seeing it, like you can see someone play it for like hours. You can like watch someone play Elden Ring for like 40 hours before you buy it. I don't think video games really need like, I I think I, I still like video game reviews as like works of critique, but I don't think they're super necessary as buyer's guides anymore. You know what I mean? With uh with video games, I think it's really fucking awesome that I can I can sit yeah, and I can watch an entire video game before deciding whether or not I want to buy it. There's no opinion, just no vocals, just somebody playing the game for forty hours competently, and then go Dude, yeah. I mean, I want to buy that. I, I remember back in the day, I watched the entirety of the Modern Warfare Three campaign the night it came out. I cannot imagine doing it like the, no commentary, like no. <laughs> I literally just like watched the. It was crazy. I didn't oh even like God. skip through gameplay segments. I used to do that. Uh, There's a guy named, I think he's still a big name on YouTube. Is it the Rad Brad? I think is what the YouTube channel was called. And he's just like, I think he's one of the most OG playthrough guys on YouTube. He'll just sit down and upload 67 parts of Dead Space 2 of him just chatting about absolutely fucking nothing over every like hour and a half episode. Oh yeah, I mean I've definitely watched like an entire like Red Dead Redemption playthrough, all fucking seven hundred parts. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. I think that's really a dying breed of like YouTube content. Oh, absolutely, and, and I think it's probably at least being for the fed best. through the algorithm. Like people are still definitely doing it. Too many people are doing it. I remember that when I started watching YouTube, that the the whole idea was like I'm just gonna I'm gonna upload my gameplay and I'm gonna be the best at it. You were just gonna you were just going to upload gameplay clips and be really cool. You're going to be like the next, I don't know. I think that a lot of the creatures, if you ever knew about them with like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them started doing that. Just play games and upload it. And as long as you're a little bit funnier than the next guy, you'll get a few thousand more subs than them. Yeah. There's also the genre of like just modern warfare footage with someone talking over it, like pre-recorded modern warfare gameplay talking about whatever the fuck. You know somebody's going to have good opinions when, in, like, 2021, they're uploading a video about, like, some presidential election or some sort of bill that's being passed over, like, Modern Warfare 3 gameplay. Actually, actually true. Actually. actually They're going to start spitting facts. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. We kind of got, you know. Uh, you want to talk about just other stuff you've been reading or watching lately? Uh, I've been reading a lot. I I read a lot. I think it's easy. We both recommend, uh... Tucker original it. sin. I, I think you should absolutely read it. I mean, even if you just heard us describe the entire plot, I think you should still read it. I, I think the art is like really good. I think I just think the juxtaposition between Octopi and like literally anything else happening is so fucking funny. Yeah, like, it's really good that he's <laughs> the, like the, this girl is being brutalized by like her mother, and then yeah. the little octopus is like. Oh, that's how they show affection. I wonder how they raise yeah. kids on this world. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's really I, cool. I love how he's never drawn differently. Like, he's all... Actually, there is. Actually, there is that one part where, like, he gets his flashback. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, he's drawn with, like, the big black eyes. And it's, like, oh, all, yeah, like, he, sketchy. Oh, yeah, he looks that gone. That part was sick. Yeah. For a single well, okay. moment. Actually, he's like, I've got to go back in time and kill this bitch. Yeah, I have to kill Shizuku. Like, I ha- <laughs> that is why I've been sent here Terminator style. <laughs> one thing and i don't know like there's just kind of like a weird writing thing it's not it's a nitpick but it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. is that he's like he's like talk when he's talking to the president like that final time like their last conversation he's like i don't get it like shizuku like did all these bad things to marina and i'm like i don't know if that's like octopi like supposed to be like kind of an idiot but like she never really did anything to Mar- marina like I, I don't think like it's it's like written that like she intentionally stole her boyfriend no away. no way it was like a a bunch of accidents and then marina absolutely destroyed her for so long and then it was kind of a, yeah. a fuck around and find out moment of like yeah somebody's gonna be pissed the for being bullied for like six months years years or whatever well long. i don't even know if it was like written as like shizuku like doing that on purpose i think she just came back and the president immediately like folded it's like i'm gonna go with be with her <laughs> yeah. like i don't know like it could have been like i don't know if like i was supposed to think that shizuku was conspiring but like even after no. all that i don't know if like i, I don't think yeah. she was conspiring she just kind of yeah, i mean up. the octopi could have been been like yeah like she's evil and it's like yeah she is evil in this timeline like and then they have that conversation where it's like everyone has their good and bad points i'm like yeah real uh all right you want to talk good, about the good stuff? And, the good and bad points was just kind of like 
thank you for telling me about the story again. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it was like whatever. It was yeah. just like it was Octopi, like weird. You like, idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what do you what have you been reading, watching, so, playing? I want to ask you about something. Sure. Have you read Solo Leveling? Uh, is that like a manhwa where it's like the demons come out of the the gates, the, the tunnels in like real world? Mm-hmm. I like tried and I found it like kind of boring. I think I got like so. 15. I, it's that's fair. I think that's probably the right opinion because I think it went on for I finished it. I was reading it weekly. Is it, was it still going or no? It's it, finished a hundred and like eighty okay. chapters. Yeah, and it's. It's all right. It's a it's a power fantasy. Yeah. But yeah. the the yeah. the trends of this are so funny to me because I I don't know when I get really bored, like usually on a break at work or something, I'll open some of my uh, fully legal, fully endorsed manga websites. Real. Yeah. And I will uh, I'll just scroll what's recently updated just to see if anything you know really pops out. Yeah. And it leads me to seeing all the the chinese and korean stuff that gets updated like twice a week or something right just yeah. all of that stuff and it's the moment solo leveling hit like chapter 50 i want to say yeah everything else was exactly the same as it and it's i don't know it's really interesting to watch happen i i i, I never really noticed like again i wasn't like fall i don't specifically follow, like specifically like korean stuff yeah i don't i don't a lot of korean stuff at least i mean at least the shit that's advertised to me on like Instagram or something through like webtoon or something. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's all very power fantasy stuff. Like I'm a loser. Is but I'm actually a bug man. That's super <laughs> cool now. I know, but I, I but actually I have mantis arms and I chop yeah. all my bullies in half. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's... whatever. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, I don't know. The genre is uninteresting to me, but I don't like, I, I get the appeal of it. I totally do. It's, it's the Korean, um, isekai. It really, it's the Korean yeah. isekai, but it's, yeah. it's less of like, I'm in a fantasy world and I'm just like the best swordsman of all time. It's, I, um, I live in the regular world and all of a sudden I woke up and found out my dad was the owner of every fortune 500 company. And also I can lift things with my mind. Yeah. And it's, yeah, that, that's, it's so, it is very interesting. It's so fucking good. It's like Japanese I, stuff is going to another world power fantasy and Korean stuff very much is. In the world where we currently exist, there is a slight twist, and I'm the greatest of that <laughs> twist ever. In the in the in capitalism that we exist in, I become the truest capitalist there is. Yeah. A lot of it comes down to that, just like I became rich and famous. And that's all there is. Yeah, I did look at so I, I read those 15 chapters and then I skipped to like the most recent chapter at the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the spoilers. It, it was definitely it was just like I thought it was like kind of funny. Like it's whatever. I'm not like fucking cinema sins. But, like, it's basically just, like, this massive, like, 16-foot guy. He, like, yeah. bumps into a guy on the street. Like, he kind of, like, pushes him over. And the guy looks at him. <laughs> this fucking regular-ass guy looks at, like, this 16-foot-tall, like, Goliath, dude. He's like, watch where you're fucking going. It's <laughs> 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 like, dude, I don't know if I'd say that to this guy. And then the guy, like, flicks him in the head and he fucking like disintegrates into like blowing door. <laughs> but it's just like I think he like maybe like literally like bites his head off or something, but it's just like imagine it's... turning around to do there's like a sixteen foot guy in front of you and you're like, who the fuck are you, buddy? And it's like, I don't know, dude. I wouldn't <laughs> who do the that. Fuck do you think you are? Yeah, I'm like I would your say entire that. family just... like a basketball. Yeah. This dude just stepped out of one piece, dude. He's thirty feet tall. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. It's really good too because the main character, um He's kind of like, he's very average looking. He's a little short, you know. He's he lacks self confidence, and then I think yeah, like three or four chapters in, he does something, and then he wakes up and he's six five and hot as hell. And yeah, that is that's so also fucking. Funny. That's also the Chad thing. That's actually that's, that's awesome. That, that's across all. Um, that's across. That's across. Gen- I mean, Sword Art Online did that. It mm-hmm. didn't even really do. It's just like. He like I don't know. It's been like fucking what ten years since I watched that. I love Sword Art Online, dude. He's a nobody yeah. in real life, and he's like, see me on the Rift, and they fucking they bow down to him, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I I watched Sword Art Online until like the second season when I was like a kid. I watched but I mean, in that thing. like in in the real life, he's a he looks like a dorky loser. But then in the MMO, he looks exactly the same. But everything <laughs> everyone thinks he's sick. Like he's like <laughs> slightly different. It's very weird. It's like a very subtle shift. I'm like, I don't know why you found this necessary. Sword oh, Art awesome. Online got crazy at a certain point. Sometimes I check out the Wikipedia synopsis. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Can I spoil Sorted Online? I'll run it. I've I've read I've watched all of it except for I think it was like Realization or something where he gets okay. they, he gets taken to like a military base to test out like some video game system they're using. He gets trapped in, or no, he's like trapped in there and other side characters have to show up and try to get him out or something. He's like trapped in there. Like he like lives his entire life in there. Like he's reborn as a child. Yeah. And like he doesn't remember his life in the real world. And then the author goes on to spend the majority of the series in that reality where he just doesn't remember. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm like, the wow, side story is do, the real humans trying to like get him out. The, yeah. The funniest thing about Sword Art Online to me was I, I fell off on the second season because it's dog shit. Mm-hmm. But I just remember the second season. It's like, oh, another MMO's out. I'm like, I feel like what just happened might have killed the market. <laughs> I think people putting on the VR headsets and getting their brains microwaved might have killed the market for such. So, <laughs> I wish, but they they have some crazy explanation for it too. They're like, so there's, I think they call it the world seed, where some programming piece of the the first MMO immersive sim that they made gets like basically it goes open source and, and then just tons of people make mmos i would never because it's like rpg again. maker dude you're fucking <laughs> dude, you're scrapping like you're literally like scrapping through like you're like oh i i made a it's the 911 coins thing like uh, <laughs> i'm making coins from the scrap metal of ground zero like like that like i'm gonna say like probably like hundreds of thousands of pe- thousands of people died in that mmo right yeah like that, it was like a massive launch, and like day one, they're all locked in. Like everyone that played that game on day one was stuck in there, and like died if they died in the game or got their helmets taken off. It's um. They spent like years in there. <laughs> dude, it's it's so awesome. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine video games even being legal after that. Honestly, it's a critique like on uh, pre-orders. Is what it is. <laughs> Never play a game day one, folks. Imagine, imagine the guy who like play who wanted to, who was like, "Oh, I'll play it tomorrow instead," and he's just like, "Pissed, he can't play." Like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, he like he's um, you know, I'm I had a long day at work today. I just got home. You know, I'll I'll play yeah. it tomorrow. I gotta go to bed. He wakes up, doesn't turn on. He's like, "What the hell?" Turns on the news. Like everybody yeah. who played the game day one has been locked in there eternally, and we can't get them out. And he's like, "Okay, maybe. All right, I think I'm it's, all right." It's like the opposite of uh, not going to work on nine eleven. It's it's like you go to work that day instead of uh, calling sick and playing, and you, <laughs> you and you, you dodge dying. <laughs> go to work instead of playing Elden Ring day one, and you don't yeah. get trapped in the video game. Yeah, that's so awesome. I love it. Uh, what what else have you been reading? Oh, I wanted to. I, so there's one thing I wanted to touch on too was um with the the solo solo leveling's the same shit. I love reading the start of like a fantasy series and then the end of it just like in a synopsis wise. Yeah. Some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my whole life. Because it's the same with, um like, solo leveling where he... Basically, there's, like, dungeons that open up and people have powers and they go go in there to fight the monsters to get them closed so they don't get out and attack the world. That's fair enough. Makes sense. Yeah. Main character, like... So you, you awaken and then you have powers and you're put on, like, a power ranking from, like, D tier to S tier or something like that. Like, unionized, right? It's like a yeah, union you join. There's, yeah, you join... You join uh, just groups that do that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, and, guilds. Um, that's probably a better term. That's right. They're not unions. They're guilds. It's important. Yeah. And um, he reawakens in some special, like, double dungeon that's never been seen before. And when he wakes up in the hospital, yeah, he's, like, 6'5", you know, toned out of hell, 3% body fat, like, ripped to shreds. And he's um, just one of the strongest now and just progressively becomes stronger and eventually learns that all the strongest people are possessed by the souls of these, like, race of uh, not race of these beings that are like right below god himself and there's like two groups i forget one of they're so fucking stupid but one of the groups wants to destroy a bunch of shit and one of the groups wants to preserve a bunch of shit and they just they've been warring in space for a long time and it turns out the gates only open on earth because they were trying to get magic particles into the atmosphere so that the world didn't blow up instantly when they used it as a as a war ground, when they, when they when they so that when they invaded it, it wouldn't just like explode instantly. Fascinating lore. It's and the main character just eventually he becomes really strong, uh, dies once, but actually doesn't die. Goes back into the past. Oh no, he wins. That's right. He doesn't die. He fucking wins against everybody, and he's like. This isn't good enough. And then he goes back in time and, like, stops everything from happening. 
and then like walks away smiling and is like, "Cool, I did it." And he, but he's he still has powers, mind you. So now he rules the world. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. He just rules the world at the end of the thing and like kills everybody in the universe that would ever like you know harm his friends and family. It's pretty. Yeah, I don't know. I always love reading the synopsis for those. Like, they're, they're great. Just, they're always just so wacky. That one's dog shit. I, it's fine if you like power fantasies. It's visually, it looks good, dude. Because they got to yeah. do something right. Because Koreans don't know. I'm not gonna say that. Korean manhwa writers or whatever their word for it is, they haven't developed like real good stories yet for the most part. Most of them are just copy paste, cookie cutter, not well written stories. I, the art I looks good. The, I don't know what the industry is. Like it, it seems like it's just like a, a. I don't know. I don't know. But it is very different. Like. Visually, it reads differently. Like, it's scrolling. Like, it's like panels are like entire pages, and you read it vertically. Mm. It's very it's very different from uh, manga. It's like... It, it looks... It, it always looks good, and that's how it pulls me in. It always looks fine. I think the art is usually, like, kind of subpar, and, like, they use, like, a lot of assets. Yeah, they um, do. The background it, it, it has bad. color, as opposed to manga, which is usually black and white. Mm-hmm. Dude, my friend, she, uh, she, like, does art, and, like, she had, like... She uploaded, like... Uh, like a, a brush asset to clip studio paint, which is like, mm-hmm. it was like runes. It's just like okay. a, a string of runes. And she was reading a fucking, uh, a manhwa. And like, she saw her asset in the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah they're cool. like every, every time anybody casts a magic spell in one of those stories, they, you just see it as like the same purple clip art yeah. again. For and It's not that manga doesn't use assets. Like you look at like, uh, a lot of the stuff from the, uh, Kaguya-sama author, like that stuff uses assets. I notice, and like yeah. he he definitely traces 3D models as well. I don't think that's bad. Uh, you know, artists, you know, do what mm-hmm. you need to do to get it done. But uh, manhwa in like Korea is very, it's a very different form. I guess. Oh, you know, you know what China's big trend is for escapism? What is uh somebody's been cultivating for 10 billion years? Have you heard? Have you seen those? No. So it's cultivation is. You know, it's it's essentially meditation. It's an idea in a lot of Chinese stuff where, like, you can better yourself through meditation, focus, and shit like that. Yeah. And then all their fantasy stories are, like, some guy who was a nobody has been meditating and cultivating for literally millions of years and has now be accidentally, like, become the strongest man alive and just kind of wakes up into a world where he's like, I don't, I'm not familiar with this modern age stuff and then just proceeds to, you know, like, one-shot everybody. That's sick. And then all the women are like, "Oh my, he's, he's incredible!" I, I, you know, that, that's that's interesting. Like, yeah. It's, I don't know, it's very strange. I feel like escapism could be like a whole episode we do. Like whole, that'd be good. You know. I'd be around for it. Anything else? Uh, manga that I've read recently that you want to uh, talk about? Yeah, I read all of Tokyo Ghoul. How was that? It was pretty good. It's better than the show. A lot yeah. better than the show, actually. I've been thinking about some, reading it. There's some very very large moments that just get totally cut out that actually make the character kind of make sense because the main guy, Kaneki, just doesn't make sense in the show. I see. Say Season one, first few episodes, it makes sense. And then at the end of season one, he gets all of his fingers broken repeatedly over and over and over. Yeah. And then it doesn't make sense anymore. I see. Have you seen the show either? No, no. I've been meaning to like read it or watch it or whatever. Do you care about like random spoiler moments? Kinda, you know, okay. kinda. Okay, fair enough. But the the manga does it a whole hell of a lot better. And then uh, I gave up on Tokyo Ghoul Re because I don't think it makes a lot of sense. Have you ever uh, read Jujutsu Jujutsu Kaisen? No, I've only watched it. I saw the movie a couple. How days was it? Ago. It was good. good. Um, yeah, it's uh, adapting the. I think it's like Tokyo Metropolitan like Sorcerer School. It's interesting okay. because you don't see this a lot. Like, uh, like basically, the author like wrote like a four page like mini series for like one of the Shonen Jump magazines mm-hmm. uh, about uh, about the second years in Jujutsu Kaisen. It's about yeah. them and the student named Yuta, and he, he writes that four chapters, super successful. And they're like, "Yo, give us give us more of this," and he sets it a year later and brings in the cast. So it's not really a prequel. It's uh, it's it's better to think of it as like the thing that actually came before, like it was actually written before uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. So it works really well as like uh, as a starting point, like a supplemental kind of thing. As written, it is the starting point. Wow. They they do add in like ten minutes of uh, swag for the fans, 
they're just like, oh, here's Nanami. Here's like, just like fight scenes, just like extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's mostly, it's mostly completely accessible. Like I watched it with two people that didn't watch the show and they basically got all of it. There okay. were parts where it's like, I could tell I was supposed to know who this guy was. <laughs> where it like, it like shows someone's lower face. It pans up, crab pops off. Uh, yeah, like, they he, they he were not seen the in the movie. Showed up. They were not in the movie prior. They were not seen again. <laughs> but like they add that awesome. stuff in. But I think it That's works awesome. really well. Yeah, I hope it's better than the Demon Slayer movie. You didn't like the Demon Slayer movie? It's it's good. It's just good. I don't know. It's like a three out of five. I'll give you. I'll give I, you that scale. It's like a three out of five. After I finished Demon Slayer the manga, I kind of looked back on it as very mid in general. The whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel I, that vibe. I read the manga a while ago. I mean, like, the stuff I've seen from the anime is, of course, like, fucking incredible fights and stuff. Yeah. Looks good. Uh, looks very yeah. good. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I just look back on it as, like, highly mid, uh, unfortunately. It's, some of the characters are unbearable. The blonde kid. I don't remember his fucking name. And I uh, refuse to. One of the main yeah, three. Z- Zenetsu? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, he's cringe. He's a loser. He's cringe. He's fucking lame. And I don't want to see him. In my in my Demon Slayer ever again. Uh, so yeah, the movie the movie was good. I gave it like a three out of five. Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, really? Yeah, I, I like. Do you think it's better than the Demon Slayer movie? Or wait, have you seen the Demon Slayer movie? I, yeah, I, I've seen Mugen Train. I mean, the movie. I don't know. Like Mugen Train, it it feels definitely more essential to the show because it is like chronologically like adapting the arc that takes place after season one. Uh, Zero is also very important. So like before season two, you should watch or read it. Mm-hmm. Um. Because a lot of the stuff in, that's going to be in season two of Jujutsu Kaisen will not make a ton of sense. Okay. That's, that's how it was for me when I read through it. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> and I found out, oh, they're, they're the people from the previous series. Uh, the previous work. Um, but yeah. Okay. I, uh, I've been reading JJK. I mean, Jujutsu Kaisen, I think it's good. It's kind of meandering at this point. I think there's some shit with like character fates that I'm just like, I don't know. Why That's you're drawing this out? Problem I had with a part of the show, the one where I don't know, it's the the like potential school shooter kid who then meets the the villains yeah. and then like explodes in front of the main character. That felt yeah. so meandery. I feel like that whole thing was just kind of whatever. I, I like it. It definitely like serves an interesting purpose. Yeah, there's uh, some moments that it makes good, but I feel like there's so many other ways they could have done yeah. that, and that was just kind of whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Just but, wanted to uh, explode a a child in front of the main character. Yeah. I Fair think enough. it's. I think that's. I think it's an interesting bait and switch, mm-hmm. especially. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. But yeah, I'm excited. I want to see the Jujutsu Kaisen. I haven't seen. There, that's two movies. There's that one that I'll get online and people will be. You haven't seen the Jujutsu Kaisen movie, and then I go to work and they're like, "You haven't seen the Batman movie," and I, I'm ready to start fights. It's start doing really well in the parking like, lot. It's it's number two in the box office right now for like since it came out. Do you see Robert Pattinson's dick in the movie? No, sadly he doesn't hang dong in the Fuck. Batman. It, it's pretty cringe. No, I mean JJK is number two in the box office, which is like pretty oh, impressive for like a that is really anime cool. movie. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's gonna hit numbers of Demon Slayer, but I, uh, probably not. Actually, I think it might have in Japan at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's definitely worth watching. Like it, it is necessary viewing. Like if you like the show, it'll definitely like be online, probably on Crunchyroll or some shit by the time season two comes out. Kind of, yeah. it kind of has to. Um, but yeah, read else? uh, read Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, dude, I have so much that I'm reading right now. Yeah, you motherfucker. Read uh, uh read Chainsaw Man. I'm just gonna say read Chainsaw Man. Read Fire Chainsaw Punch. So, Chainsaw Man and Fire Punch is so good. I don't know, man. What a I can't. I I've told like I, two people to read fire punch and they're like all right what's the basic synopsis and then i'm just like, oh, thank you for asking this is the best fucking yeah. part of the story i don't know i don't know if i have it in me to go through the fucking chainsaw man and fire punch discussion right now fair enough uh read Dude, what a what a goaded fucking series though it's so good. read uh the death note one shot oh the one that's really the good. one with donald trump talking yeah. trying to get a death note Dude, that's that, awesome that, that's a sick fucking what what a great one shot that is that he just wanna, wrote that shit. I want I want a story about Donnie T with a with a Death Note. I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> I think that'd be a really good story. Fucking incredible, fucking incredible one shot. That was really good. It's <laughs> so good. Um, I read, I read All You Need Is Kill. Do you know what that is? 
I know what it is. Yeah, the one that's yeah. it Tom, basically yeah. inspired the that Tom Cruise movie. I think it uh, wasn't. A, it is a licensed adaptation. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah, I think it was original. Yeah, I think it is a licensed adaptation. Uh, I like the manga a little more than the movie, but I think the movie yeah. is solid. Yeah. Which Which Tom Cruise movie is that? What is that? It's, Edge uh, they, of Tomorrow. They renamed it. They, is they it Edge renamed, of Tomorrow? I. It was like Kill Die Repeat, and then they switched it to Edge of Tomorrow. Like they. Yeah, it is Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Like they they rebranded it like in the middle of like their press like media tour. They rebranded it. It was like literally huh. announced as something, and they changed the name. It was super. Oh amazing. yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was very. It was, a, it was an interesting move. To be fair, "Live Die Repeat" is a dog shit name. It's not good. It sounds like a tagline. <laughs> yeah, that is fucking awful. Um, but all you need is "Kill" is worth a read. I think it's better than the movie. Um, How long is it? Oh, it's not that. It's 17 chapters, so it's yeah, a little well, bit long. I, I should check that out. It's worth a read. Um, other than that, I've just been. I, what I like to do is I like to read really I like to read isekai that update monthly, so that oh, I yeah. just accidentally come across them again and go oh yeah there's a new chapter and I read it and go wow that did that wasn't any, that wasn't any better and then I just do it again <laughs> every month. Hell yeah! <laughs> and I mean I've got like 20 series running right now that are like that that are all like 11 chapters long so far drop once a month and yeah. make me want to die every time I read them yeah. Except for a couple. There's a couple that stand out a little bit, but I don't think they stand out enough that they're they would be like good on anybody's metric, but they're better than you expect. I'm definitely reading a lot of manga, just none of it's like really noteworthy or worth talking about to me. I'm gonna have a lot to say about One Piece in a couple months when they catch up, when the anime catches up, because the I'll shit is. I'll sit here and wacky, listen to you yell about One Piece. I don't. Even, I, I. There's not even much. It's just. It, I'll, I'll tell you after the show. I don't. Right. I don't want to spoil it for the viewers. Oh, here's but, uh, one that I was reading that's really fucking funny. And had a, it had an anime, so it's relevant. It's what is it? Glip Glipnir? Glipnir? Oh yeah, I remember looking at that. Where the the main guy turns into a giant costume and then the yeah. main girl like sexually climbs into him and they fight people like that. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. I love it. Yeah, and it yeah. it absolutely crashes down in the manga and doesn't make any fucking sense, but it's kind of cool. I li- I like the I like the design of the costume, but I'm just like I don't know if I really care to, yeah to it's read. really it's really cool how she gets naked when she has to climb in that's really awesome. yeah, yeah i don't know if i really need to read that you know what i mean i'm not i'm not, I'm not really in the mood i guess to yeah I don't know. but um no i got i i think it's a lot further along than what i've read but essentially just boils down to like spaceship crashed and the things on spaceship make people have weird powers yeah so and that's, that's, oh no they're that's what it is there's an alien and he's needs to he crashed on Earth, and he needs to collect his coins. And so, if you bring him a coin, he'll grant you a wish. And so people collect coins and be like, "I wanna, I wanna be the best swimmer." And then they like transform into a boat, and they're like, "Thanks, I'm the, I'm now the best swimmer there ever was." You are a boat. <laughs> and then um, and then there's like, it all boils down to there's some like five person friend group, like that originally found it. And all of them are extremely strong because, you know, they all spent like 20 coins each. But then there's one dude that's infinitely strong that they got to beat, but he's hoarding the coins. He's got like hundreds of them that he's just chilling on. I I think the one like thing I saw of Glipnir where I'm just like, I don't know if I really care enough. Mm -hmm. It was like this girl who's like, yeah, my tragic backstory is that I was a... groomed by my female teacher but it was epic and then they, yeah then they then they made me stop getting groomed because we were both girls i'm like i, I don't <laughs> yep. really i don't yes, really sir. know about the framing of this yes sir but i really <laughs> i like that i don't a lot. think the issue of it in reality was that it was gay it was probably more <laughs> that you were a child and they were a teacher <laughs> and I, I don't know about the framing of it as based uh, <laughs> I, I was i was fucking my teacher and i got really mad because they called me gay <laughs> yeah well it wasn't, it wasn't yeah I, I don't really know how i feel about like oh my tragic backstory is that they made me stop getting groomed <laughs> like i don't awesome. i don't know about the framing of that actually <laughs> also yeah it's great dude the show's got a lot of great moments like uh when the girl climbs into the costume man they both share control of the body and for so- he's got a gun that comes with the costume, a little like big, big old revolver. And because they share control of the body, she makes him uh, experience 
shooting a man in the head. So that's really awesome. That's kind of sick. In a way. Like, it like controls your brain and makes you watch yourself kill a man with a gun. Interesting. I'm a big yeah. That's really cool. I wouldn't say I'm a big fan, but it's funny. Yeah. I don't know. That's all. I've Anything been else? No. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I haven't read anything of note. So you want to wrap up? Yeah. Uh, wrap up. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I'm gonna wring your fucking neck and steal your TV. <laughs> Damn. Like, is it, this is part. This is part. Part three of the podcast. It's over. This is. This is the whole thing. I'm gonna. Dark. I've been dark. The the tragic final chapter. We're in Discord calls so that I can echo. I can locate your your current residence. And by the time the next episode airs, Brian will be dead. I mean, you don't need to worry. My uh, my address is. Uh, apartment. Uh, you can you can just find and kill me. Okay. That's perfect. That's getting bleeped out of the podcast, I think. I think I'm definitely. <laughs> have, a, have a good week, everybody. Uh, I'm on my way. Have a good one. Uh, see you next week. Oh, hold on. Last thing. Uh, I got the, the Doom 2016 soundtrack on vinyl. It just arrived today. That's it. Fucking nice, dude. That's a, that's a sick soundtrack. It's so fucking cool. All right, that's it. All right. See you all next week. Uh, give us a five star on iTunes. Fuck definitely, you. for sure. Bye. File.